Hello and welcome back, you beautiful human beings who listen to my podcast. Y'all so cute and I appreciate y'all. Um, You know Stripped is all about having good conversations with good people. And in spite of all of the internet drama, baby, I have found us a good person and a person that you guys told me you were interested in talking to. We had the born billionaire himself, Mr. Tyree Lewan. How y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, y'all? How everybody doing tonight? Tyreek, first of all, you said yes so easily, so thank you. I, I was oh, willing welcome, to grovel yeah. a little bit. Just a little no, bit. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I ain't nobody. Like, whatever. It's cool. I love that. I start every episode off with just a cheer, just an acknowledgement that we're all busy. The internet is big. You could be mm-hmm. doing anything right now. But you're here and you're chatting with me and the show. And, so. and Cheers. I appreciate you having me on your, on your podcast. I really thank do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was telling you before we started that I personally found you because of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, the charade of it all, when you did uh, your interview on YouTube. But in all of the tea that you dropped, I felt like you dropped a Mm. lot of gems. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wanted, as a human being, I wanted to pick your brain about it. As an okay. Atlanta girl, I wanted to right. pick your brain about it. <laughs> okay. Um, and see, that, that, I'm happy you said that because that was the thing. I didn't just want to be shady because that's not my, I'm, that's not my character. And it was never shade. It was really inf- like me telling my part because she went in front of her audience, and then she had a bigger audience than me. I don't have mm-hmm. a bigger audience, so it's like. How do you want to present yourself? That's why I wanted to put it out first, mine, so I can control it. And mm-hmm. then I can also, you could throw a little jabs, a little shade, and say how you really feel, but then you also want to, uh, so people can see who you are. You know what I'm saying? As Absolutely. a as a person, as a brand. So that's what I was trying to convey. You know what I'm saying? I think it conveyed well. I feel like you showed that you were a wealth of information, and not just a wealth of information, but a master of your craft. Especially in a world of social media where sometimes you can post one thing and doors just open up for you Mm -hmm. and you don't really have to be a master of it. I appreciate when I come across crafts. And it's like you just have to look like it with social media. If I look like, if I could get in front of the camera and I could just fake it. Uh, just enough to get a couple of dollars and people believe that I'm bigger mm-hmm. than what I am, then, you know, but then it's, it's harder for the genuine people who really don't have, like, I don't have time to set up a camera and fake it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're going to get what you're going to get. You, get. <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Take me back to the beginning. When did you fall in love with fashion? When did you say, like, nah, this is what I'm doing? Well, you know, it's crazy. It wasn't, I don't think it was ever a moment. What happened was, I just wanted to make clothes for me because I like clothes. And I couldn't never, I had ideas in my head and I couldn't never find what I was looking for. And mm-hmm. then I was going to designers in Miami and all across Florida and nobody was delivering what I needed or it will be delivered today and then the next two times they missed or it just, like, it was nothing, there was nobody consistent. I felt when it came down to fashion. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just make my own. I'm the, I'm not like the Martin Luther Kings. I'm not nothing. I'm not <laughs> going to pick a fence and make you get good. I'm going to just ride away like, you're not good? Cool. I'm going to just, I'm going to make my own lane. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've always been like that in everything. It's only but so much. I'm, a, I'm not going to beg you to 
be great. I'm not going to beg you to to get on, like, to have a, a great business. I'm going to just go ahead and do what you do. And that's what, that's kind of like how it went. It was, I was just trying to find somebody to get it for me, and I couldn't get it. So I was like, instead of getting mad at everybody, just go learn it and just do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so that's really how I got into fashion. I just wanted to make me some clothes to look good to match my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to color match and y'all ain't got no pants out there. So I'm going to just make it myself. And then, so how did that turn into this is what I do for a living? Because people start, okay, so at the beginning, I was like, okay, this is real ranky. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Like, I ain't get out the gate and just be like, I ain't know how to sew. I ain't know how to sew. I was doing like glitter, glue, uh, you know, how we always do like glue a little patch here, cut a little pants here. <laughs> but I just. Because what year to... is this? Ooh, 2006, 2007. Okay, so yeah, it was still very much where yeah. ironing things on to the dicky suits. You, exactly. So, <laughs> but then I was taking mine a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? I was really experimenting. Okay. But it looked good. And so people just kept begging me to make them stuff. And I was like, nah, my, I was playing football. I put the football player. I was, at, um, <laughs> I was at FAMU. And people just kept saying, but this is what I want. This is what I want. I'm like, uh, all right. And then... I, even, I was charging like $30, $40 here and there because you really don't know what she's doing. And then it was this one girl who actually made me say, okay, hold on, I can make some money. My rent was due. Mm. And her, her boyfriend, her boyfriend, like a little, you know, little dope boy of, uh, we, we in high school. I mean, we was in um, freshman in college. So they had like a couple of dollars. So I just tried it. I was like $400. They were like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. So I was able to pay my rent. So I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I could probably pay, if somebody paid me $400, I was going to pay my rent. Let's try this again. So I tried it again the following morning. I was going to pay my rent again. So I said, okay, hold on. We might be on to something. Right. And so what's crazy is I used to always tell myself, I'm going to do it until it don't work no more. But it never stopped working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I was always, mm-hmm. I was always popular. I had a really big following on MySpace. I was like, I was, I had like a million followers on MySpace. So I was real big on MySpace. So to get the clients, it wasn't hard. Okay. To, I just posted on my page and then it's just, you know, I was popular on MySpace. I was popular in school. I was popular in Miami. So it was easy to mm-hmm. kind of like get clients. So ain't like I had to go out there and rush. And then people just saw me and they're like, oh, I want one too. And honestly, that's just how it So you off. graduated from FAMU and then went to Art Institute? No. So no, I left FAMU and then I went to Art Institute. I was about to say, come on, super educated. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's crazy. I wish I would have did it like that. That's how I should have did it. But Hindsight is always because, Right, because I'm like, dang, I should have graduated from the HBCU. Like, that would have been cool, but yeah. I, You know what's crazy? I wanted to go back in, I don't know if they still have it, but back in the day, um, Art Institute had just started a culinary program. And yeah. I wanted to go to their culinary program. And my yeah. mom was like, no, you need to go to traditional school. So I ended up going to an HBCU. I went to Savannah State University. Okay. And okay, hated so it because that's that's not what I wanted to be well, there. Well, you was in the so. country, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby, Chatham County. Okay, we were outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I had a beach, so it wasn't Miami Beach. But Savannah had Orange Crush will do it to you every time. <laughs> every no, they're not ready for that. Okay, so you you talked about in your other interview, and this is the part that really captivated me, okay. moving into the manufacturing side and then into, okay. or rather the consulting side first and then into manufacturing, right. I think is how you broke it down. How right. how do you become the person responsible for the studs on the back of the, the red bottle? <laughs> okay, okay, so let me tell you what happened. 
um, how, okay, so I, when I was in school, I used to do a lot of intern. Like, school, they give you a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. So designers, you know, you was in the fashion program, so the designers reach out to the fashion people, and then, you know, you can go do little internships, you could do little, they have little side jobs throughout the whole entire year. So, like, you know, this week you might be at Fendi for two weeks, and the next week you'll be at Gucci, and you probably was picking up papers, throwing little designs and all that stuff, but once you get in, you start meeting people, talking to people, Absolutely. things like that. shake your hands. Exactly. So, I mean, I was always a people person. It wasn't nothing for me to go around and just talk to people and stuff like that. And then I always wanted to design. So, um, when I first started, I loved shoes. So, okay. I used to customize. So, I started off customizing shoes, heels, boots, you know, men's sneakers, things like that. So, I started doing that and I was good. So, um, we stay in a customized Tim. Right. So, what, <laughs> what was crazy is, it was this, this, which I didn't know. It was a Spanish man. And I was like downtown, probably buying some stuff. And I probably had on a pair of shoes. He was like, I really love your shoes. He, he found my MySpace. He said, I really love your shoes. I would like to do it. He was a photographer, a big photographer. He was Brazil. I'm a Brazilian. And um, he was like, I want you to, you know, come over to the studio. I want to shoot some of your shoes. Can you bring some of your products? I said, yeah, cool. So this right here had to be 2007. And I took all the shoes over there. And he was just like in love with my shoes and everything. He was taking pictures. And then he ended up, he said, is it okay? Which I wasn't, I wish I had a lawyer and all that back then. He was like, is it okay for me to, um, you know, use your images and stuff? So we signed a, you know, I signed like a little leasing agreement to where he could use my image and things like that, which mm-hmm. is fine. Me not knowing this man was going to write a book about me, put it out there to Barnes and Nobles. And he had the a shoe book. and all that. And it was called fetish. It was called um it was um it was either called shoe fetish or fetish. And it was the whole book was dedicated to me. I thought I was gonna be like, I'm gonna put you in a book. So I'm thinking, because he usually do like architectural, he do like windows, he got books of windows, books of and he's like really big. Mm-hmm. Me still not knowing who this man was. <laughs> I was young. I was what, 18, 19 years old at the time. And I was like, I was just happy. I was like, oh, somebody like my stuff from a different culture. Do it, mm-hmm. whatever. But he ended up, he released it with Barnes and Nobles, but he released it across the waters. He released it like in 17, whatever, wherever he was popular at, he released his books there. He released his book there. And the book was like on the number one list and uh, on and global, for like, I mean, for at least like a year or two. I was like, that's crazy that he put a book out about me. But then again, it's like you nothing you could do because you signed a you signed a leasing agreement. You signed right. A re, you and signed then he a just gave you a little that. dedication, like you should be happy. Yeah. Like, sorry, I cannot he, take this to the bank. <laughs> it was crazy. He the whole entire book. I'm gonna send you the book so you can see it. The yes. whole entire book was about me, and I was like, this is crazy. And so then a couple representatives from um, Jeremy Scott. Um, mm-hmm. a couple of uh, like a lot of like style of design stuff they hit you up and they say you know you could do submissions they'll pay you for a submission you probably get you know back then they could five hundred dollars you eighteen yes that's amazing so Absolutely. you was so I was doing so they'll they'll send you like a sample shoe and say hey customize it let me see how I look so they'll send me a sample shoe I customize it send it back so I so I started I think one it was like two thousand and nine so probably like three years later. You know, just walking around Neiman Marcus, dude, I'm looking at it like, that shit look real familiar. <laughs> and I hit up the designer. I'm like, hey, I sent a picture. I say, this shit look familiar. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's one of your designs that we decided to go with. I was like, 
Okay. Where's the <laughs> paperwork, the credit, and so the money? I didn't know a lot about it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, you do the submission, and then you know, we want to pick it up. It's like you're a blind designer without a face. You get what I'm saying? Ah, so I was like, ghostwriter. Who? So I was like, who exactly? So I was like, who? Again, still didn't know the business. Still didn't go reach out to a lawyer. Was I was trying to make money. I was like, all right, cool. Y'all need some more designs? Let me know. So I just kept just submitting stuff, submitting stuff, submitting stuff. And they were just making like all the little spike shoes and all that stuff. There was literally my stuff. And it was like a black designer behind these white brands, but you would never know. So when you get older, you realize like, dang, I contribute so much to fashion, but like, how can you, there's no way you can get your credit. How can you get your credit at the time? Because you didn't take it serious. I didn't sit down and actually do the paperwork and do the like due diligence and try to figure out what do I need to do or how can I be a part of this and probably make millions of royalties and all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, because in like 2009, 500 is getting, is rent. We're getting real close to it. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to pay rent. I was trying to stay ahead. I was like, let me just keep making this work so I don't have to get a job. That was the whole Absolutely. biggest thing. Absolutely. But the opportunities I think that was afforded, if I would have knew a little bit better, I probably would have been in a better position now as far as in fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, just uh, those kind of run-ins, just doing stuff for like high design and stuff. It kind of like I never wanted a, a, I never wanted a clothing line. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. I I like to make the clothes. I like the construction of the clothes. I like to I like the interaction with the person. I like to sit down and talk to somebody that I guess we would say like a regular person. And I like to bring that idea to life to give them that one thing. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't have that. And I like to give somebody something special for their birthday. And it's like, dang, you really, I had an idea in my head. You made it come to life. Like, that's something I feel like they appreciate it more than regular Mm -hmm. people, than a celebrity would get it from anybody, any single time. So the part of fashion I like is me bringing your idea together. You going through that whole process of like, you feeling like, you know, you're a regular person, but this one time you feel like a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? You no. getting something made. You, you know, you, it, it's just, it's, it's the whole experience. luxurious feeling. When I was mm-hmm. in high school, I was in ROTC. Mm-hmm. So we had the military ball. And I'm, you know, I'm in Georgia, so we go to Belt. Right. We go to Dillard's. We, my mother okay. takes me, we looking for outfits or, you know, for gowns. And uh-huh. I cannot find, same story, I cannot find anything that mm-hmm. I like. I come home, whatever, one day, I have a dream. I see myself mm-hmm. in this dress. dress I got mm-hmm. colors. I got material, all mm-hmm. of that. But me, I don't, I'm, that's not my right. right. Of course, <laughs> I've always been delusional. So I, I woke up and I asked my mother, I said, we got to find a dress designer. My mother looked right. at me like, bitch, what? <laughs> this is 10th grade military ball. Like, please eat glass. <laughs> right. Because you <laughs> what know we can what? do because is go back to Bloomingdale. Be- Right, because you know a lot of people think it costs so much. So that's why, and people are like, I know. First of all, I know I can get a whole lot more money than what I get, but I have clients that pay me that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna charge everybody that because I feel like you taking something away from them. Now it's about the money. So, yeah, and sometimes it's about the experience. But my mom found mm-hmm. me. She actually found okay. me a designer. She was talking to uh, my aunt, who was also, she had a hair salon. And she was okay. like, basically like, yo, this girl is crazy. Let me tell you what she right. said. And my aunt was like, no, actually, I know a lady 
who okay. makes dresses. She makes prom dresses. This is like for like Dutchtown High right. or whatever in on the South Side. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, for a reasonable price. Like, you can spend what you were going to spend in Dillard's with her and she'll give you a okay. custom dress. And I okay. went to that lady's house. She, mm-hmm. like, you know, was working out of her, like, her finished basement. And mm-hmm. I sat there and I told her what I wanted the dress to look like, the type okay. of material that I wanted. And she sketched it out and I wore that dress to the military ball. Oh, wow. That's what's up. So I definitely... That's really dope, yeah. I understand that feeling of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. making it feel luxurious and making it feel special because, I, I mean, I I knew the price then, but when I tell you my mother didn't spend no more than 250 Right. You know what and, I'm saying? And for and me, I, I you, felt like, I'm a designer, bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then that could lead to a whole lot of stuff, you know, to get people the, the, the... Hold on, I'm sorry, I'm trying to plug my... Charge up. No, you good. It gives people the opportunity, and you know people like that yeah. out there exist. Okay. You can say like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna circle back to you. Exactly. This, that, and the third. It's like so, it's not an everyday thing. So most people only come for special occasions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, they come for like a ball. They come for a party. They come for whatever. Because it's like I went to the mall. I see everything. I want something that I seen on TV. Yeah, that's a ten thousand dollar. But man, let me get something close to it, a replica of it, close to that design. You know, because I really like that. I can't mm-hmm. afford it, but if I come to you, I can give you a thousand dollars, and you can remake this ten thousand dollars dress look almost like that. It got to be exact, but you know, put a little switch on put it, and you give on it. right, and you're giving people the opportunity to experience that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm really big on. You guys, any one of my clients go look through them, you know, comments, whatever. I'm really big on customer service. I'm real big on trying to break that stereotype of black businesses don't deliver. Mm-hmm. Black business not like, steal your money. Like you will never hear none of that about me. Even don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, but no, I still not. try to write. I still try to write people. Like if you ain't like your outfit, which is gonna come out, you. I mean, out of. I, I think that's good. Out of 10,000 outfits, you got one person that don't like it. You're doing amazing. That's an amazing turnaround. You know what I'm saying? And then somebody don't like it or something just didn't go right. Or maybe I probably was tired of it. I ain't do it right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. Because you mess up sometimes. It be like that sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. And, but I'm willing to, okay, listen, you get your money back. We can put this towards another outfit. We can, I give you options. I don't mm-hmm. just ghost you. I don't let, like people come, like, I don't, I don't believe in that because. I feel like every client is a returning client. And you if my might name come... is all I got. If my right. name is in Atlanta small, if my name exactly. is Bud in Atlanta, exactly. this it's train has stopped. <laughs> exactly. It's a wrap. So I try my hardest to make sure I do right by people, do my business correctly, do good business, just so you don't be the black designer that just stole my money. And, oh, you just like any other designer. Are you unprofessional? Mm-hmm. Then I try to give people a great experience, and then you try to build relationships with them so they can keep coming back. That's the only reason why I never went manu- to manufacturing, but I taught myself and I learned how, and I built relationships with manufacturers. Um, and we'll get That's exactly into that. what I was going mm-hmm. to ask. I was going to ask you that, though, because shit i'm not gonna lie i said it and a lot a lot of people in my mm-hmm. comments said it they was like 20 i give them 20 bands right now <laughs> like, <laughs> and what and what's crazy what's is I, I, <laughs> what's crazy is i because i never wanted to be a man i never wanted a clothing brand because i feel like now you want to business now it's just about the money mm-hmm. and you to me i lose something when I like to make one of a kind pieces or one of or special pieces. So I never want to see that same piece a thousand times. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 
but I know how to do it. I have honestly built maybe at least five brands right now and four million dollar brands. And I have built them from ground up. And I've helped them find manufacturers, helped them get their designs, taught them like taught them step by step. I do that I, I have a consulting business that is what I do outside of just, you know what I'm saying, just making the clothes. So, I mean, I help you with your samples. I help you get on your feet. A lot of people don't know fashion, so I go, you know, with you to the manufacturer and tell you if they tell you the right prices. Um, mm. I can negotiate the prices with you. I can, if they, I can tell you if they ripping you off. I can tell you what fabrics you need. They might say, oh, you need a poly blend cotton. No, she could just get a stretched spandex cotton, and they'll work the same way. And it's it's $20 a yard cheaper. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So that's why, and I try to walk people through it. But while I walk you through, I try to teach you because I'm not gonna be there every day. I got stuff to do. So listen, I need yeah. you to be one, willing to willing to listen and learn, so you can run and take over your own business. But I walk that first, you no know, six months to a year till you get comfortable. I help you out, and then as it goes along, I just back up a little bit more, back up a little bit more until you really feel comfortable. You can just keep your own business going. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I do that. That's fire. So. And not to like hold you to a ballpark number, but if there's mm -hmm. anybody listening who wants to get started, right? They have, they have an idea, but they say, mm -hmm. and they got the coin. They say, listen, I got this. I want to come around about how much do they need to walk into a door to get started with you? Okay. So my, okay. So my initial, the first consultation is free. Cause I, it, that right does just to help people figure out if you really want to do this, if you even got some money, if you do whatever. So it depends on what you what you want. Every brand is different. Some people just want like a quick, like um, a quick athletic brand. Some people want something more glamorous. Some people want, you know, something more uh, structured. So it really mm -hmm. just depends on what you want. But my fee at the beginning to get you started, like just say, hey, after the first consultation, for us to like go ahead and start, I want to start. I charge five thousand dollars, um, but it's not upfront, so that's a breakdown of okay. you know that's that's the breakdown of me getting your vendor to help you find your vendors. That's helping you uh, get yourself situated. That's um, pointing you in the right direction. Now, once you want me to start making it and doing samples, like I said in the consultation we'll talk about it. You want me mm -hmm. to start making it, doing samples, doing all your samples, going fabric shopping, doing all this stuff. Then that's when my price goes to 20000 And the 20000 okay. basically covers for all your samples, help you find your manufacturers. I walk, basically walk you through it. That's a three-month that's um three. I try. I just say three months, but usually it'll take about honestly six months just because trying to find the right manufacturer. So that's three to six months of me walking and working you through it. That anything outside of that is a kind of pay by as you go or what you need. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes someone would come out and say, "Oh, baby, I got it. I don't even need you no more. Cool, thank you. <laughs> out your, you know, I'm good. You just had but, to show me the ropes. I got it. I'm right. a quick learner. <laughs> exactly. And um. I like to try to work with black brands. Now you gotta understand, I charge twenty thousand. If somebody, I, I, I know some manufacturers that actually have their own consultants. They start off at one hundred and fifty thousand. Mm. That's the and that's their fee to start your clothing brand. So I try to be. I'm, I know I'm very, very, very. It sounds like a lot of money, but when you get into fashion, twenty thousand dollars ain't nothing, baby. No, but it, it's honestly, it's the quant not even the quantity of it all but right if i can get you can pay me twenty thousand dollars and i can help establish another black entrepreneur in this exactly world, that's and you worth, that, about, that and twenty thousand is going to come back again you're going to send somebody exactly. else you're going to know somebody and I tell the money people, is going to come 
And I said, I'm so good like this. That's why I said I don't charge for the consultation because the first consultation I don't charge because I need to see if you have a clear vision. And mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. you to feel like, oh, I just gave him this money. I used to charge $1,000 for a consultation, but then I started realizing I was just taking people money because you ain't got no clear vision. So you paid me $1,000, you, you walked away from the meeting like, what I just paid Still for. Still confused, yeah. Right. So I said, okay, the first consultation is free because I need to see what your mindset is or maybe I need to help you Guys, you tell you, okay, get this, get this, get this, get this, get this, then come back and talk to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Because most people like come that, to you, though. most people don't even have a clue. So I feel like, why would I'm going? I'm I'm not going to charge you for a clue. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm help you get your clue, help you get, tell you, give you a little homework, do mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. that, 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 and that. Let's get this. And then I go all the way down to, I help you with your LLC. I help you with your Dons and Bradstreet. I help you build your business credit. Like, it's not just, oh, you coming to me, I do your sample, you go home, and that's it. When you leave me, you have a full, complete package. You have a full business that's up and running, and you making money. I'm talking about all the way down to the website, all the way down to your logos. Like, every, you, I cover everything because mm. i feel like you need everything and a lot of people don't know where to get it from so i have a whole package that you go get everything you need and when you walk away from me if it don't work it's because you didn't put the work in you know what i'm saying and it also takes the the middleman out of it too right because mm-hmm. if you are working with me but then you got to go over to bob to get the logo but then bob don't size it right and it don't work for exactly. what i need that's gonna cause gotta... the hold up you're not looking at bob like bob you holding me up you're looking at me <laughs> exactly because you gotta remember you gotta find graphic designer you gotta find the illustrator you gotta i got all that you ain't gotta go nowhere i got my people we work together i put it all it'll take a lot of headache out you know what i'm saying yeah. it's a whole uh, i got the photographers i got everything like everything you need to get your lookbook to get your um looks to get your models to get we have it all that comes with that price you know what i'm saying that's so I, fire. when I say I get you started, I literally get you started. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like you gonna accept your consultation though. We'll talk, and then I need to see where you at and where you're trying to go with it. Now the twenty thousand dollars again, that's my fee, but then it's other fee. Like it's a I, when I say I break it down completely to where it's like it's 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 easy as saying one, two, three. And then the whole time I'm teaching you, I'm saying, hey, this is what this called. This is what you do with this. It's not like I do it and then give it to you. No. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm going to tell you what to do and I want you to, I'm going to walk you through it while you do it because I feel like that's how people learn. Because before I used to just do it all for you, tell you, come pick it up. And then you aggravate me for the next two years because you don't know the truth. Because <laughs> then it's now, yep. it's my, now it's my business. I know I don't need no more business. I got three good businesses. I want them all. Come on. So I'm gonna help you build your business and then help mm-hmm. you become the CEO. And and so you can change, you know, you gotta mentally help. You got first of all, it's so deep. People gotta change their mindset. They gotta change how they look at money. They gotta change how they view money, how they see money, and you gotta change your mind to uh, to to be a boss or to look at it from a business aspect. Mm-hmm. An average person not looking for a business aspect because you're 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 bred to think nine to five. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. you look at money completely different than a CEO or somebody that have a brand. So what I do is I help you look at it in another way. I help you look at it the way you're supposed to look so you can make money, so you look at money differently. So you have to reprogram these people. Mm-hmm. So the first month you reprogram them because they're like, dang, baby, listen, come on, come on, come on. You got <laughs> to spend on. money to make money. But, but that's a, if that's you worse. see it through... If you see it through, okay, just say, let's say you do the whole thing. You say you spend $40,000 to get everything set up 
oh my God, who? When you if you do it right, your first sale, you'll probably you should clear fifty thousand within your first sale. That means your six months, you're gonna make all your money back in one day. You get what I'm saying? If yes. You do it right. If you the return the steps. is fat. And I tell people fashion return, why do you think everybody doing it? Fashion return is one of the fastest, fastest uh um returns on your investments than anything else. If you do it right and you got a good brand and you present it to the world correctly, people will buy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You just can't slap your name on anything. Mm-mm. Now, we I can't have you here, child, and we can't yeah, and not get, get into, into this charade. Hold on. But before we get there, <laughs> I want to know uh-huh. where, you're, where you're at currently. What What is going on? What's the thing? What's Tyree doing now? Tyree working like a dog. <laughs> like always. <laughs> Okay, I tell you, I'm very busy. So I have a lot of clients, and I thank God for it every day. And then because, you know, the interview, I have more clients coming, which is mm-hmm. great, which is amazing. Um, right now, I am getting ready. Well, next year, I stop. So next year, I'm getting ready to open up um, two other businesses, um, you know, later on next year. So I've been working on, like, getting all that paperwork, everything down, packed with that, laying a foundation with that. Um, far as with the fashion, I am going to open up another facility. Um, the facility that I was in, I shut it down for like the next six months. Cause I'm trying to rebrand it, redo it bigger, better. So, um, right now I'm just doing a lot of consultations. I'm doing a lot of just custom work. Um, and just like taking my time with each business and just putting, you know, a little energy into everything that I need to do. But I do consultations. I still, like I said, I'm right now I got maybe like six brands. I'm helping out, helping them get in a, self together, getting their brands off the ground. Um, because I feel like it, it could be more black brands out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, um I really would want like somebody to do like bags and something like that. I really I'm waiting on one of them to come. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I mean I'm I don't want it, but I'm I'm just work like I said, I'm I will help you get it and I'll be I'll jump up and down for you. And I'm a I, and, and like okay, so I'm gonna jump into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I am with my contract and everything. I am quiet, so I'm like a I'm I'm behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. So I don't care if you you can run as long as you pay me. You can go out there and run into everybody. I did this on my own. I did whatever. I I don't care, baby. As long as my check clear. <laughs> right. And see, that's what what it was with your girl on TV. That's what it was supposed to be. And that's why I was telling people I was never supposed to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was never, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but. At that moment, but that I had to. But not say something wasn't paid. Right, you ain't paid me, and then you went on TV, and I feel like you embarrassed me on TV. We gonna get to it, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you get to that because we wanted to, and so I want to acknowledge baby in the comments. They had questions. I said Tyree coming on the podcast. They said, ask him this, ask him that. Some of them yeah. I was like, okay, you can use your common sense. You can put them together. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. The first one being. With, we just have to call a spade a spade. Right now, mm-hmm. Atlanta mm-hmm. isn't the girl it used to be, right? No. And so mm-hmm. we know that when you when you started working with her, you were like, okay, this is this is a good opportunity. This is Sheree. This is right. the Housewives of Atlanta. The first question right. that was asked is with the fact that Atlanta not that girl no more. Why did you even say yes? Okay, because the whole thing was I said no three times. But wrote I I have a relationship <laughs> I did I ain't gonna lie to you I had a relationship with Waron and she have a store that I made a lot of money with because she have a she does 
I'm not giving her. I'm not giving her no shout. I'm not saying her name. So, um, but she have a story where she sell gowns. I'm talking about ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars gowns. Rowan got a okay. little coin. She okay. got money. So the whole thing is, she was trying. This is me helping her because she want to get on TV. So she like, listen, you know, I'm trying to get on the show, this whatever. So if we make her look good, that's gonna make me look good. Like I know what I'm doing, and that's gonna catapult me in front of the producers. Like, mm, I could probably bring her on. So this okay. is me again, still me, not getting another idea. I'm mm-hmm. helping somebody else. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it for you. But, because you said in the, in the past you and you and Rowan have done business together. Yeah, we went, we done business, and, and great business. Like I'm not even gonna lie, we did amazing business. She paid her bill, she paid her bill plus extra. So I have nothing to say about Rowan paying. So when we was talking and we was going over the numbers, when she was saying. Don't worry, whatever she don't pay, I'm gonna make sure you straight. I'm gonna make sure you pay because I really need this to go right. So whatever, this is what Rowan said. Whatever it takes, I got you. So in my and her head, track record is good. And her so track this record is, is good. So you like, okay, cool. I'm like, okay, boom. I'm gonna get all my money. Plus you're gonna be on the show. Cool. Then I thought about, I said, you know what? I'm probably not gonna be on the show because it's Isheray. She don't want nobody. <laughs> she don't want people to think it's hers. So in my head, I already knew. Okay, you're gonna be silent. I'm cool. You gonna for me to be silent, you pay me. Period. Ain't no discount. Ain't no nothing. You paying me whatever my fee is. Plus, I'm gonna add a little extra on top of it just because you Sheree. So that was in my head. So my whole thing was, I'm out. So let's imagine I ask you to go get some coffee. And mm-hmm. you standing in line with the coffee, but you waiting on me to cash app you. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, and you know I'm busy. And I'm telling you, listen, I'm on an interview right now. Give me a second. I'm going to watch call, but you not going to stand in line so I'm going to throw an interview. You got people behind you and all that. So what you're going to do is say, okay, I'm going to pay for it. Just give me my money back. Right. When I, you know what I'm saying? Do it. And you okay, really think cool. you're good because you got the text messages uh, right. saying this so, is the correspondence. Exactly. So you like, so you like, um, you want me to just pay for it? And I'm like, I tell you, yeah, pay for it. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna give you that plus a little extra for doing it. Thank you so much. So you like, okay, I'm gonna make a little five dollars extra, some little gas money, whatever. Plus the thirty mm-hmm. four, I had you buy me and all my friends some coffee, and you know, so you doing me a favor. So you don't spend one hundred fifty of your dollars, and you thinking like, okay, I did this for a favor, and I know he's gonna probably shoot me a little twenty thirty dollars. You know, thank you. And then you come bring me the coffee. I said, okay, thank you, it's good. <laughs> and you like, okay, I'm about to go. Cause I got other stuff to do, you know, whatever, whatever. Hit I tell with you, so what oh. you about to do? <laughs> right. So, so I tell you, so well, I'm gonna take a nap, and I see the money in a little bit. And you like, for you to say I'm gonna take a nap, you could have been clicking your phone, and we could have been done with this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or you come back and I say, uh, talk to my accountant. Or call, call. I tell you, you come see me, and I say, call my assistant, and my assistant gonna pay you. You like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to you the whole time, so why do you talk to your assistant now? You not logged in, babe? <laughs> right. I'm in your face. I'm talking to you. So why do I got to talk to somebody else? Why pass me along to somebody else when I'm already talking to you? That don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But at that moment, I knew. I was like, okay, I see how this one go. Cool. And then you also said when we were talking that th- when you said yes to this, this is obviously prior to this season. This is prior to the ratings mm-hmm. drop. So at the point when you said yes, there wasn't really a reason to say no. Exactly. It was like, I never met this lady. 
You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every fashion show, then like Rowan, how she told me, every fashion show she ever did looked horrible. You have done over 150 fashion shows. You know how fashion show go. You can do a fashion show with your eyes closed. Let us make her look good. Mm-hmm. Let us do this, and it's going to help me out. That was the whole thing. I'm going to just be One hand wash another, they both get clean. <clears throat> I was like, okay, cool. And I'm going to get paid. All right. Let's do it. You know? It, and it just... What what kills me is we all black and we all trying to get it. And you on the show, you got an opportunity. You're not gonna step out on that stage unless Bravo have a check for you. Mm-hmm. You not you can't pay for that chateau unless Bravo give you a check because you have nothing else going on. So the fact that it's okay for you not to pay people, have that reputation, not to pay people, is like you don't want nobody taking no food out your pocket, or you got your lawyers, you fight Bravo about your money. But then you feel like it's okay to do it to other people. But like, you're, I don't you're get, taking I don't get the logic, right? I don't, I don't understand because when you the when you are the bravo, you are the one paying the checks. Why not treat people how you want to be treated? Why not treat people on what you demand? Because you demand your check mm. from Bravo. You, <laughs> you would you wouldn't work if Bravo <clears throat> wasn't clearing it. Exactly. You're not gonna go out there and film if that check ain't clear last week Tuesday. And they tell you on Wednesday to come film and you ain't get your check on Tuesday. It won't be no show. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're not doing this for free. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if nobody's not working for free and we have an agreement, what is the problem? Yeah, that that was the thing that I didn't get. It was like, And it's okay. not like you don't have it. So in me, I feel like you just straight disrespecting me for like I wasn't worth it. And you like, and you wanted me to say, well, I'm Sheree, so you should be happy that you work for me. Sweetie, I work with people, real A-list celebrities. I, and... Like, and then I hate to do that. I be hating to, like, pull out my resume, like, oh, I did such and such. I, I shouldn't have to do that. My work speaks for itself. I made you look good, pay me, let me go on. I shouldn't have to do that. To me, that's begging. I'm not begging nobody for nothing that I work for. I'm old then. I shouldn't have to beg you for something that I'm old. Mm-hmm, I put my work in. Mm-hmm. That's like you going to work and you, in the, and then you got to go to your boss and say, well, you know, I did this this week. You know, I did that this week. I really want, no, no, no. This company is running. You make mm-hmm. money off my work. I'm supposed to get paid. If you told paid. me I'm gonna get, you're gonna get ten dollars an hour, I expect my money at the end of the week, like anybody else. You get what I'm saying? So I don't. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, oh, you just trying to be famous? How? I don't want. If I wanted to be famous, I could have been famous. I just got on my platform because you called me a liar on national TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And see what people don't understand is prior to that, I made I had a post on my page where I said you didn't pay me. So if she go on TV with a receipt and say I paid you, that's gonna make people look at oh you oh you a liar. Why you lied on that lady? You right. know what I'm saying? She have a bigger and I keep telling you she have a bigger platform than me. She's because prior more, to your interview, I thought that I'm like oh she did pay like okay whatever she paid whatever up until whatever. Right. Because then, I didn't hear any other rebuttals. So I was like, okay, well, what you're selling makes sense. And then you, your interview came out, and I was like, no. Subtract the two, carry exactly. the one. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Now, another question that came up, and honestly, I had this question myself, right? Because on your interview, you did the breakdown of, I charged her even at this discounted rate, there was still an opportunity to make this back, even if you just account for all the people who were waiting mm-hmm. for the line to drop, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people wanted to know, why you ain't just take that logo off of it and give the people the clothes? Since you know people liked what they saw on TV. You talking about me? Mm-hmm. 
Because I feel like I did that for her. Like, I'm not a nasty person. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause I got oh, some comments that I'm, was like they was looking for uh the, I think the jacket that was in it. Yeah. They like they'll buy that right now if you post it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a nasty person, so I feel like if I did something for you, it was for you. I feel like it's more shady for me to go out there and uh. It, hold on, somebody. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to test them. Sorry. Okay. So moves. I, it's okay. Right. Um. <laughs> hold on. I'm sorry because I'm trying to tell them on the, I'm in the interview. Right. Okay, the reason why I do that because I'm not, a, that's not my personality. And I know okay. I could do that and you'll make more controversy, do whatever. I don't care for that type of attention. Even though you can make money from it, that's not, I don't, again, like I said, I'll be, I'll be lying to myself if I said I want the clothing line. So now that I do that, now I got to keep up because you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who want this stuff. Now I got to get the manufacturer. Now I got to pay for this money. Now I got to do this just to be shady to you to say, hey, I can make my money. And it wasn't coming from a genuine place. So I'm not that type of person just to do it. Even though it'd be funny, it'd be good, it'd be cute. And it, don't get me wrong, the clothes did look nice. They did. It'd be a cute little limited but release. I'm just saying. It wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't for, <laughs> It wasn't mine. No, and I then, definitely understand what you're saying. And it, and it feel like you stealing from this person. You know what I'm saying? It's still not yours. Even though she did you wrong, even though, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever. I still got more. I still got values. I still believe that you don't do people how you do them. And I wouldn't have Absolutely. did that. Like, I wouldn't have did that because then I made those for you. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a more, it's a stab in the back. They never come out. You're not going to use them. You're not going to find a manufacturer. So I'm sitting back like, hi. You know what I'm saying? To me. And I'll tell you, if you want them, call me. I'll make you one, but I'm not going to put it out as a brand. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, what it look, look at me being, I'm fake being petty, <laughs> but I think this is a good idea. You do a limited release and then take the, the, the funds from that limited release and let that bless some people who can't afford that $5,000 consultation. You know what I'm saying? You could put it, because yeah. there are people who want it. You can put it out there and be like, with this fund, I'm going to help X amount of businesses start their brand. Right. No, yeah, that's true. But I'm going to tell you about doing that because I did that before. When you start something like that for people, they don't keep it up because they have no they have no sweat in it. They have no blood in it. It's like you gave it to them. So it go to waste. And I did that before. Like I started like four or five brands. I like, I'm going to do it for you. I did like a giveaway or something. It, it was like a waste of time because they really didn't want it. It just sounded good because it was free. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and they didn't mm-hmm, put it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it reached the right people that really, really could have benefited from it. And they just, I don't know. There's no sweat equity in it. So right. And it's like, you you, it, have, and have I feel like your baby. Right. And I feel like if you don't put no sacrifice into something, it, you're not going to, you're not going to respect it. They, it's disrespect. You can't skip those certain things. You can't skip the process. You have to go through the process because the journey is not me getting a million dollars. It's the journey on getting it. Because once I go through that process and actually make it, I can come rob you every time you get that million dollars, but you can always get it back. But the person who won a lotto and they just gave it to them, mm-hmm. they don't know how to get that back ever again. You know what I'm saying? You don't know where the lake is, so you can't fish. Exactly. So it's like, mm, 
And then I will probably give you a discount or I will do like I could it's it's ways I I could probably buy you some fabric and like I could do something with it, but you have to put you have something, to or have them like submit their right. whatever. Like or we're gonna how you said you do the free consultation. The people who, the people who come in pick. if the people who come in us is the ones who actually work, save their money, and then they actually okay, I got a thousand dollars this week, bump. I got a thousand dollars next week, bump. Okay, I got two hundred right here. Okay, I got those who become millionaires, why? Because they sacrifice so much. I can't let this. I can't let this. Uh, what you call it? Fail. You can't let it fail. It's your. It's your baby now. You. You because sacrifice too much. I work so much hard. <laughs> I work so hard to get this twenty thousand to not make my money back. So I'm gonna do everything I can to make my money. Those are the most successful people. Not the person who call their mom and say, "Let me have twenty thousand. Let me go do this little club line." Mm-hmm. it's not going to go nowhere because they don't put their all into it why because it's not their money they just their boyfriend gave it to them their mama gave it to them or they just had it and it's like oh, I just want to do something not all people some people do say you know I really want to do this I, you know I got the money let's do it I'm not saying all but for me from my experience the person who actually had the nickel and dime and like did it clear Woo, okay <laughs> I'm writing you this check. Please don't cash all it till Friday. Them, all <laughs> five of them are millionaires now. You know what I'm saying? I mm. see it. It's not mm. oh, I think they're millionaires. No, I know for a fact that they're millionaires. Y'all know some of them, but I have confidentiality. I can't say their name. Trust me, y'all know them. <laughs> no, not. but I like that. I like, like I said earlier, I like the idea of just helping create black generational wealth, honestly creating those opportunities that don't last question and, and then baby we're gonna move on from Sheree. Okay, okay you put your you put your truth out there you laid out all your receipts you did yeah. the thing mm-hmm. is there anything you wish you hadn't said that you wish you did say like do you feel mm-hmm. i feel like complete? i said okay so let me say this i said everything i said enough I said enough until so if something else, like, I, okay, so the first time I wasn't going to say nothing. So I held all these receipts, mm-hmm. but let me explain something to you. I don't open my mouth unless I can back it up. Okay. So Hello? I said, <laughs> I, 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 I'd say enough until I had to defend myself. So everything I say, I say, I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about this one subject. Mm-hmm. And then and stay bam, on topic. And we're gonna, I'm going, I got the receipts for that. But let me explain something to you. I got about four more folders waiting on her because I told her every time you say something, I'm going to say something. Every time, and I told her, if you leave it alone, I leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. And a year ago, she left it alone. I ain't say nothing. But when you got on TV with your receipts, I got my receipts. Next time, it's going to be a video because I got the whole video of you saying it out your mouth. That's going to destroy you. So what I want you to do is shut up. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Tyree said, this is science class, but if you would like to go to social studies, we can. Exactly. So and I keep telling people, I'm like, opening. And, 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 I, and, and, and I left it alone. Okay. Now, if you want to go down to wherever you want to go, I could go. And I got everything I got from videos to receipts to whatever. Like, I, one thing you're not going to do is make me look stupid. One thing you're not going to do is, is take my credibility. I'm a black man. All I got is my word. 
Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My word have to stand because I don't have a platform like you. So I have to defend myself the best way I can. So even when people are like, oh, well, you ain't have to say nothing, I did have to say something because I had to defend my business because you're attacking my business. If I am a liar and we talk about my business and my business is the one that was on the TV, Tyree wasn't on the TV. My business and my work was on the TV. So I mm-hmm. defend, I worked too hard and I worked too, you talking about 17 years building my whatever I got it's mine. I built this on my own. No help. I have to defend it at all costs. When something attacks your house, you have to defend it. I don't Absolutely. care if, if I was, and I said, I don't care about standing alone. That's why I did my first interview. I said, I'm going to do an interview. I'm going to do it how I want to do it because I want to get everything out that I want to get out. And then I do, we could do all the side interviews. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I want to be able to, I want to be able to control the narrative and say what I need to say so it is received how I needed to be received. So I could like, I'm not like a shady person. I'm not going to be catty and, and shady and And I don't think it came across messy. catty and shady. It came across clear and concise. The businessman stood out. And that's why I told when I reached out to you, I said I want to reach out to you as a person. Because as right. a businesswoman, I understand right. that. And no matter how many receipts you have, no matter how many of the points you can refute, it still hurts to the business. Because exactly. I didn't, me and my business didn't deserve that. We was just here doing business. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it never had to if give people that. don't understand, if, if she got millions of people and she have her code, you know, every celebrity got their love, following, whatever. And mm-hmm. so now, those people that would have came to me, you have knocked out maybe 100, 200,000 potential clients from me. So now you take a money out my pocket. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? I got to defend myself to try to win some of them people back. <laughs> I got to try to stand on my own. And some people, they, how many people didn't watch the video? You talking about only got, uh, I mean, it's great because I got like, you know, maybe almost 30,000 views, but you talking mm-hmm. about millions that you went in front of that Absolutely. never will go to YouTube, that will never come to my page, that don't know who I am, that don't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? And... It's not, a, it's not an even... It's not we're not We're not on an even playing field. No, it's not fair. And then my whole thing is, you know how many interviews I turned down because I was like, I go to their page and I'm like, yeah, you just, like, it's going to be mess. I don't feel like doing that. I don't want to do Because that's not my character. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I told you, I said, we're going we gonna to get into it because we can't not. But I wanted right. to talk to no, yeah. you. No, I want to talk, the, but the business not, but, person. Right, but it's not it's not messy, though. Like, you, you, you really get into, like, what happened? What What's going on? Why did you do this? Why People got those questions. I don't mind asking questions. Like, some people are like, well, why you get no contract? And I can tell you why you get no contract because I had a verbal contract with Rowan. So if Sheree ain't never come through with a dollar, she was supposed to pay me. You she turn around and pay me what I paid. You t- turn around and pay me. You can't, I mean, you paid me back what, <coughs> excuse me, what um, I put into it, but I'm back at zero. You didn't pay me. So when you say you paid someone, oh, I paid him back. No, 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 you didn't pay me back. You took me back to zero. I spent mm-hmm. 2500 Actually, you got me, you negative 500 Because I put 2500 in. You got me 2000 So I'm right. real still negative 500 on my, on the, we ain't say nothing about label. We ain't say nothing about day rate. We ain't say nothing about none of that other stuff. We didn't even have time to sit on and have that conversation because we were supposed to have the meeting after the fashion show. Mm. She took a nap and never woke up. To me, because according to my phone, Sheree she still, still sleeping on a nap. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the last test message that she saw. And when I sent her that nice long test message cussing her out, she read it. 
And that was that. Because she didn't care. My but God. my whole thing is, I made you look good. But if you cared about business, if you was a businesswoman, you cared about business, you'd be like, ooh, this man, everybody want this stuff. Huh. Let me make it right with him. Do me my samples. Let me take this to the manufacturer. You already know how to do all this. Show me how to do this so I can just do my first run. You should be like, how I much do you I don't understand not me running the, the play. I paused for your interview so me. many times and looked at my husband and wrote, I was like, the route was clear. Like, what are we doing, bro? Run that shit. Like, I, I was so pissed. Just like, didn't bro, have it's to right there. And, and you because, even gotta go fuck the two-point conversion. Just run the fucking listen, play. And because of Sheree, Sheree, Sheree could have said, I'm gonna give you 2% of every sale. I don't, I'm not paying you up front. Just go ahead and set everything up. I'll pay for everything and just like keep it rolling. Do you understand? I would have did that. I probably would have made so much more money. You know what I'm saying? Because you but, knew it was coming in. But do you understand? I had manufacturers waiting. I had bags waiting on her. I, everything was already set up. All she had to do was write a check and go to sleep for real. And she would have wrote that check. Sheree would have been, her clothing brand right now would have been booming. She would have made, a, she would have cleared at least two, three million dollars. Easy. 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 And, and in my head, I'm like, what you don't get? You know what I'm saying? How you don't get that? You had it right in front of you. And I kept telling her, I say, Rowan, you didn't tell her who I was. She thought I was a regular nobody because she ain't seen me and I'm quiet. But she that's was Atlanta, bro. That is so Atlanta. If I don't see your name in flashing lights, bro, I don't right. respect you and I hate that And let me tell Atlanta. you, Okay, I'm gonna do you the first person to hear this. Kenya called me after the interview. She she went on YouTube and seen it. She said, I'm looking at oh, that's my friend. I didn't she said the whole time looking at the interview, and not until you said shit by Sheree, I did not know you was a designer for Sheree. Mind you, I know Kenya, I know Candy, I know all, all they all called me and it was like, I'm finna cuss her out because like especially Kenya. I done did so much stuff for Kenya, it's ridiculous. Kenya was like, you are the nicest person. Why would she do this? Like, I'm, And she took up for me. She like, called. Like, I really appreciate they called. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Or whatever. It was a producer from Bravo said, I don't, I didn't know it was that big. I'm sorry. Like, a lot of people apologize for her. And I was mm. like, and it was like, I'm going to talk to her for you. You don't have to talk to her for me. Number one, because I don't want to talk to her. I said, that's dead and gone. I don't want a dollar from her. Even if she said, I'm going to give you $50,000. I'm cool. You keep it. I can't do nothing from you. I don't want nothing from you. I can't. You get what I'm saying? And the door is closed. <laughs> right. It's, and I'm I'm not going through that with you no more. You get what I'm saying? So because we um because we um because we went through that, I'm not I'm not going through that no more. I'm, I'm really not. You get what I'm saying? No, and so I she can't. It don't matter what amount of money that she tried to give me. I'm not doing it. It's too heavy. All. It's too heavy exactly. at this point. So when Kenya when Kenya called me. Can you call me? She was like, you know, I apologize. Like you, you know, you so nice. You so you did, you uh, you so nice. You um, you did uh, X Y Z for me. Why would she do that? Kenny was baffled. Then she even told me too. She schooled me, and I, I not, I'm not the one that straight away from criticism. I'm not the one. I'm not perfect. So I will take. I mean, she been in the business for a long time. She like even though it was verbal. Play your fuck up. She like even <laughs> she like even though it was verbal. You know, you still should have got a contract. You still should have gave her a general contract. Like, listen, I know we're doing this. I know we're rushing. Just go ahead and sign this. And you know, you should just sit. Even if you would have just, which I didn't know, even if you would have sent it to her, 
Mm-hmm. Because you sent it, and she didn't even have to sign it. Because you sent it to her, and you made the stuff, and she accepted the stuff. That's there was a form an acknowledgement of, of the exactly. contract. So she's like, so next time you, which I never knew that. So I, I appreciate that. And like, and she she gave me a lot of other gems, and she also, um, you know, told me why I messed up. And then I could take my mess up. I'm not perfect, so I could take my mess up. I can understand you was excited, you just wanted to get it done. Yeah, but you can't be more excited about your stuff. I mean, about um, about somebody else's stuff than they are about theirs. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't no, put your and- all. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say that actually my next question for you was naked hours. And it's what is one of the what is one of the lessons that you had to learn the hard way? And me personally, I can identify with that contract because I be like, listen, there's a verbal contract. We got this. There's the work. You see, we're good. We're protected. And my husband be like, I'm going to tell you one more time. It don't matter how how small you is. It don't matter what you're doing. It don't matter who it is. You got to have a general contract. Like, straight up. If you're doing anything over $500, like, at this point, I would, like, it's contract galore. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got, I went to my lawyer. She gave me a whole, a regular general contract. She gave me a whole bunch of different contracts. You know what I'm saying? So, anything over 500 is, like, straight up, like, you got to pay me. It is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's no more. You don't have to pay me, right. boy. <laughs> I mean, that's what, and that's what you, and that's what I learned. And it's like, you just can't be nice to people no more. You know what I'm saying? I learned not to be that nice, and I can't be that uh, gullible. Or I can't be that, I could. I don't, I can't want your brand to succeed more than you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When and is your I birthday? Valentine's Day. Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> I'm a Pisces, and I'm the same way. Like I, I, I will, want the like I said, I see the play, and I'll be like, no, and I will get so invested in the person that I'm invested for is mm-hmm. not invested in return, and then it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> because, I, I'm gonna tell you what happened because you 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 talk to somebody, and then you have this real big y'all y'all have a great meeting, and it's like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna do it, and the then I feel like wait. And it's like, I want it to work, and you don't pull your weight, and it's just like, you're wasting my time. You're going to waste my time. Why come over here? You could have just left me where I was at. Like, don't give me a great idea. I'm like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then it don't play out how it's supposed to play out. How it's supposed to You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, bro. Like, and I think that's what it was. It was like, you probably be on national TV, your last three fashion shows fail, baby, my name attached to it, I'm attached to it some way, somehow, you finna look good. You gonna get a standing <laughs> ovation. We gonna, and she was sitting there like, yes, yes, yes. We doing all, I got all that on video, so baby, don't don't play with me. You get what I'm saying? I didn't care about the, if I care about the um, um, uh, the recognition, I could have told her, you gonna say, she by Sheree, by Tyree. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, if I was, if I was trying to get Famous or whatever. If like, you I care about that recognition, you could have been on camera. It, exactly. <laughs> I could have been, been like, okay, let you put me on camera, you ain't going to have no clothes. Like, I could have forced my way on camera. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I wasn't, I'm not the type of person. If it's going to come, it's going to come genuine. It's going to come as a blessing. I'm not going to make something happen. I feel like everything is in time. Everything is in time. That's why I don't stress about nothing. I was late today. I ain't stressed about nothing. It went down low. I said everything is due in time. If it's supposed to be, it will be. It will Period. be. I don't make nothing out of nothing. And like I said, I, I didn't know. My, I promise you, I'm not lying. I did not know that that video was going to do what it do because the last video ain't do that. The last mm. video I did, I probably got like a thousand likes. And I thought that's what I was just putting it on my page for my people. Just to and say that's what piece. I did. And I, when I put it out there, I was putting it on my page to save face for my people that I already 
talked about this about. So I was like, well, let me just do it with a clearer camera. And we're going to sit down with my receipts. And I'm going to just talk about it. And I'm going to tell my story to my people. My little 60,000 followers was mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, okay, cool. That's all I was worried about. <laughs> so I as know, long as your 60,000 knew right, that you was need, loyal. <laughs> right. Because I just need to, because I don't get on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I don't go mm-hmm. live. I don't do all that. So it's like, you don't ever say nothing. So are you going to stick up for yourself? Or who going to... And I've seen people trying to take up for me. And I was like, I got it. I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to say it one time. I'm going to say it clear. And I'm going to put it all out there. If it's the if the boat going to sink, and I'm sitting on the boat, I'm going to sink with it. I ain't had no contract. I had, like I didn't make... I didn't. And I said, I'm not going to make myself look good to make her look bad. I'm not going to downgrade her and then make me look like I did... Everything perfect. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why even with the I read all of the messages. So she came and come and say, "Well, the clothes was messed up." No, it was a couple of them. That Baby, probably I study receipts before I drop them so hard. I be in uh, school taking notes because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I saw, and my whole thing is I didn't. I, I I said everything so you can't come back and say, "Oh well, I ain't like the clothes or I ain't like this." Or, I you did because you used. Them. You know what I'm saying? And I did. You mind? I did forty pieces and thirty. Uh, I mean, in, in three days. So, baby, them last three was going to be messed up. Like, her jacket didn't finish because she was supposed to get, like, spring, summer on it. I ain't had time to press it. I like, ma'am, my, my fingers I, have fallen off, fallen off. Like, there's, there's like, nothing I literally I just ran out of time. <laughs> and that's how it is. We're going to play this little game, and then we're going to let you go because you, you right. know you got a bunch to do. This game is called Bear It All. And again, it's just an, a reminder and remembrance that we are all human. No matter no matter what you think the bank account look like, no matter right. how many followers you see, we are all human and we all go through human shit. Ooh, this is a good question. I swear okay. I'm playing this. Look, <laughs> okay. it's, in the, it's in the little cup. We shook it up. Okay, okay. The question <laughs> is, how do you release pain or hurt from your heart? Oh, uh, how did I, I release pain and hurt? <laughs> First of all, I don't think I like as I got older. Like I pray a lot, and you know, I I uh, meditate a lot every morning, three o'clock in the morning. I make sure I get that, dedicate that back to God. So I don't mm. really, I don't really. Um, I like I that really, you said um, that because I believe I, in holding space for the creator. Right, and this and is my your whole thing is I try to be positive and I try to um not let not let hate and hurt uh get into hmm let me say this the right way give me one second because I really want to answer this this is good no I this think about it I'm I'm gonna say this too I I was getting my hair done one time and the lady who mm-hmm. used to braid my hair we were just talking about the concept of you know, you're supposed to pray for something once and then let it go. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. the act of faith that I believe that once I ask for it, it's going to be delivered. Mm-hmm. But the human in us ends up praying for the same thing 50 million times, right? Right. So but we you know having this... Okay, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish, then I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, we were having this conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And her suggestion to me was creating a space for mm-hmm. the creator to show up and answer mm-hmm. those prayers for you. So she mm-hmm. she said to me, you figure out a time of the day, you figure out a spot, and you hold that space. And so her example was 9 p.m. If you say every day at 9 p.m. I'm praying, then mm-hmm. you do that at 9 p.m. No matter what, no matter where, you create that space. Mm-hmm. And if you create that space, you will start to find that the creator will show up 
and they, mm-hmm. they'll meet you in that spot. Oh, okay, because 9 p.m., this is where we're supposed to be at. And you might find the answers to your prayers or to the desires of your heart to be to feel like they're answered more quickly, right. if that makes sense, because right. you're yeah. not a magician. Right, <laughs> at all. And see, that's why I think they think, like a lot of people treat God like Santa Claus or a musician or how we think, and we don't really get down to the concept of, how it really works, how does the whole religion work, or how it actually works. And people don't mm-hmm. take the time to actually put, uh, to really learn praying and why you got to pray without, or, or, or continue praying, continue praying. You got to mm-hmm. pray. It, it has no existence until you speak it into existence. Then once you speak it into existence, you have to let it manifest itself in the natural realm, from the spiritual realm. And it's a process. Everything in mm-hmm. life is a process. So I think over the last couple of years, what I have learned is, not to, I was listening to TDJ one day and it was like, your emotions. I have learned to control my emotions to where I don't, I don't let my emotions control me. I control it. It took a while to get there. So, well, that's why I think even with Sheree and even with looking at the comments, even with all that, it does not move me because that's not how I feel. And I don't let anything far as money, far as whatever, dictate how I feel, how I'm going to treat something or somebody. Because you treat me a certain type of way, I'm not going to treat you that way. Yeah, you know that, that's an example of who you are, not who I am. Exactly. And then my whole thing is with the hurt. I don't let, like, yes, you'll be hurt. Yes, you're going to be grieved. You are experiencing a human emotion. We all have it. But I have found a way to control it. I have found a way to give it to God. I have found a way mm-hmm. to pray it out. I have found a way to meditate it out. I have found a way to, it's mine. I don't share that with the world because I don't want you to comment on it. I don't want Absolutely. you to be part of it. That's not your relationship. That's a sacred relationship between me and God and what I feel. I give that to God. He talked to me. I talked to him. I'm mm-hmm. not bringing you into that. So you can't comment. You can't tell me how you feel. You can't tell me what to do because that's, you have, I, I don't let nobody, no family, no mom, no. My relationship, with God, pastor. Well, <laughs> my relationship with God is just for me and God, period. So I don't, when I'm hurt, I go to God. When I'm with you, I go to God, and I, I found a way to pray it out and make myself feel good. I put on music that inspires me. I put on, I put on uh, something that can encourage me to mm-hmm. where I can pray my way or meditate my way out of that feeling. And then before I react, now I sit down and I think, and then I think I try to think more logical than emotional because emotional will always lead you wrong. And I tell mm-hmm. people, your emotions is a liar. Let's just say, for example, I don't feel like going to work, but the principle is you got to go to work because you got bills to pay. The emotion is I don't feel like, but you have to go past. You can't live off each. So I told myself to live on principle, not emotion. Mm-hmm. It's not what you feel like. It's not how tired you is. Not what you want. It's what you have to do to get what you need to get get to your next level to get to your next destination. A lot of people mm-hmm. are not successful because they cannot put aside their emotions and do what you need to do and stick the principle. So I'm teaching mm-hmm. myself to stick the principle and not emotion. Emotion comes after principle. I can say I don't feel like doing it, but as I'm doing it, I'm putting on my clothes and irritated and whatever. So the, the fight that irritation, I put on something that's going to make me feel good. I put on something that I could relax to and then I could control and sit back and think, okay, why are you mad? Why are you not asking these questions to myself? To get out of the run, to make yourself feel better. You get what I'm saying? So you and, and, and you don't have heartache and you don't have pain because I don't let you get in. When you go down to the root of some things, you realize why am I why 
why I gave you that much power to hurt me. That part. That part. And that makes you so mad because you're like, I gave you the, I, you gave this I person did this power. Right. I gave you the power to make me mad. I didn't have to react to you. I gave you that power to, you push the button. I let you push my buttons. If I put up a barrier to where you can't even touch my buttons, you can't pull that emotion out of me because it's not yours to get. You're not even worth it. I don't even know your last name. So why am I giving you this much energy? That power, that part. I, I say all the time, I wire my buttons. Exactly. It don't matter what you push. If I've wired it so that mm -hmm. it, it's not sparking fire, then it won't spark fire because exactly. I'm the only person who wires those emotions. Right. And you, and that, but and I tell people, that's when I look at the common stuff. You have the, this, that is an opinion. You have the right to have your own opinion. You can laugh, you can joke, you can throw your shade. But when it comes down to it, like I said, that whole interview, the whole me coming out was me telling the truth. I'm going to tell the truth and I can stand on it because you, the, this is, when I show you this, mm -hmm. this is, this is, this iron. The truth is the truth, period. Ain't no way around it. You can't spin it. It is nothing you can say because everything I said was the truth. Now I told myself, if you're going to come out there, you're going to say something, you're going to say the truth. I'm going to have my receipts. I'm going to show you this is what it is. That's what it is. And I left it like that. I ain't got nothing else to say. Most people don't have to do an interview because you watch that. You're like, well, what am I asking? He said everything. You know what I'm saying? And cleared, and you did, <laughs> and you and, really did. And I, was and I really to show, appreciate you for that. For and real, I want to show people the, to how you could be grown in a situation. You could be the underdog, but you could still be grown about the situation. It's not about money. It's not about status. It's not about. And she got all that over me, which I'm not dumb. Everybody knows you got more money. You got more which car. You got. To, I don't got no shit until I got my condo. So, but, <laughs> but, I have more integrity. I have more morals. I have more value. I would never did that to anybody. And I wanted to show people who I was to where it was like, yeah, you did it to me, but I have more integrity. I like, but that makes you wealthy. Exactly. That makes you wealthy. Wealth isn't in material things. It, but, it's not, it's not on you. It's in you. Exactly. And how your, and then my whole thing that just showed me, and you just showed the world how your heart is because somebody gave you something you've been trying to do for, for 14 years or however many years. You've been trying to do this, and somebody came in and believed in you so much to where they came and was part of your dream and made your dream come true. And he I, tell, I say, hours. go back, and I tell, I say, what she should do is go back to that moment when you was walking down that runway and how amazing you felt. Everybody jumping up and down. I'm talking about black, white, your enemies, everybody. The white. Right. The white, everybody. <laughs> that ever said anything to you finally clapped for you. Even the girls who were throwing shade and stuff at you, everybody gave you a great review. You smiled from ear to ear. You was happy that day. You felt good that day. You took that, but it was all, you took it all in vain and you were so selfish to where, uh, had you were smart, you could have just went ahead and paid me. I would shut up. Nobody would never knew. And you could have held that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Now you let me come in and the truth come out and that all was snatched from you. To where the same one, Candy was the first one to jump in and be like, oh my God, you did it. It looked so good. Go back and look at the clip. To where now she on stage, you ain't even pay that boy. You were so and, mm -hmm. and what, what, what people and what people don't understand is saying is you stole somebody else, you stole somebody else's joy. You stole somebody else's peace. You stole somebody else's work. You and you jumped up and down and people looking at you, you really, really celebrated when you did nothing. You celebrated somebody else's accomplishment. Somebody and allowed us to celebrate her as well. you. And you gave, and we gave you this 
moment and you literally, it wasn't even your moment to have. And you were so selfish the way you took that moment, kept that moment, and you were just selfish all the way around completely. And you didn't acknowledge nobody else. Like you said, I did that. I, I went back and watched it a hundred times. And it was a stab in the heart, but then it was a lesson learned too. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I gave you my blessing. I gave you a part of my blessing because what God put in you, I put in your clothes. What God gave me, I gave you. I shared my blessing and you took it and you ran with it and you you just, you were selfish with it. But I'm going to tell you how it would have played out way different and God would have turned it around for the good for her. Had she, had she did right, Pay right, gave homage, pay and said whatever. And she's like, No, I had a designer come in and help me, and I got this, whatever. Your storyline would have been stronger. Your clothing, God would have mm-hmm. blessed that. You mm-hmm. would have, yo, yo, you would have made so much money off of that because people did not care about me. So if you give me my little five minutes, like, oh, I had this designer come in and help me out. Oh, he did so good. They wasn't coming to me. They still want Shiva Shire. Okay, you made me some. I want Shiva Shire. They was coming for you. I made you look good. But that's you understanding the concept of me lighting a candle next to your candle is in no mm-hmm. way going to dim the light of the original At candle. All. They both exactly. gonna shine. They both and, gonna and, shine. And but I'm gonna tell you what God did. What you meant for evil, God gonna turn around for your good. And I keep telling people, I pray three o'clock in the morning. So this right here was supposed to be dead a year ago. I forgot about this. You went on, you went online. You took that whatever. And I look at we here now. Talk. Mm-hmm. You would have never found me. Had. She paid me hash, whatever. Nobody would have found me. This right here would have been dead and gone, out of there, whatever. But God would take what people meant for evil, turn around for your good, and then you'll get blessed from it. Mm-hmm. I got, I don't know, an extra 10,000 followers. I got extra clients. I mean, people calling me left and right. So to me, that's a blessing. Yeah, to because me, the person who is blessed, no man can curse. If, if, if exactly. that is yours, if that is on you, it's not a demon in hell that can come in and mm-hmm. stop you. And it, I tell, it might feel rocky. <laughs> and I tell people, I did that, and I did that genuinely. I genuinely went in trying to make this girl look good with no, just pay me. I don't want no accolades. I don't want none of that. Let me just make you look good. Let me make, how many people do that? How many people come to you and say, I'm going to take your podcast. I'm going to put you on a million dollar platform. I just want you to look good. The first thing you're going to say that come out your mouth as a human being is, I want to thank John John for putting me on here because, <laughs> oh my God, because you so excited and you in the moment and you cannot believe and you've been praying for this and this is what you wanted and you finally, after 14 years, got it. The first thing you're going to say is, I want to thank God. I want to thank John John for putting me on here. I appreciate you. You mm-hmm. really did this. All these people I worked for, all these people I did, and you did this for me. Thank you so much. Will you not? Immediately. Listen, I, when, when my TikTok first took off, it was because mm-hmm. uh, content creator Giorgio says reposted me. I, he had mm-hmm. duetted something I did. Mm-hmm. And it's really been to the moon since then. Any interview I do, I say, this started with Giorgio. It was because he, to the point where Giorgio would be like, stop telling them people that. You, your talent <laughs> got you through the door. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I've always had the talent. It wasn't until you and I linked up. So there has to be an acknowledgement of that I'm grateful for that I'm very aware of how right. hard I work you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and I'm very right. aware of how hard you work but it was the combining of those forces at that time that mm-hmm. led to where this is and that is due its own credit exactly and it's so crazy you know what Kenya said Kenya said well the crazy thing is I said now look how God worked I thought what was Sheree Candy called me two weeks later I did stuff for her in escape a couple times well Jeremy called me I did stuff for her in escape Never said anything about Sheree. I worked with Kenya the entire year. 
never said when Kenya first thing said, I really respect you so much now because now one time, even when she came, she's like, even when, when I came to you and I was just venting and telling you how me and Sheree got into it over, not one time did you say, Oh, let me tell you about what Sheree did to me. She said, and you was in my house and you know my daughter. And we sat out and we talked, we talked about everything, and you never, not one time, even mentioned this. Mm-hmm. I said, because mm-hmm. it was never to be mentioned. It was supposed to, it, you did the work, you were supposed to go on about your business. That was that. I didn't, and then I, I said, I didn't want to give you the ammunition to go back on that show and be mad Tell at my her story. For me, because you wasn't there. You don't know. You're gonna get something messed up. You gonna now you're gonna give her a platform to say, oh, he was over there talking about me. He'll, I'm not giving her a an inch. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why and that's why I said I'm gonna tell the truth because I'm not gonna give you an inch to stretch it. I'm not giving you an inch to twist it. You can't twist nothing I said because I didn't say I made sure I stuck to the script. Yeah, I every time you, you started to go off, Ted, you was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me read it, because I want to read it word for word. And exactly. But it was those little things that, that again, made me want to say, mm-hmm. I need to speak to this person, because mm-hmm. I... I appreciated you. I'm not going to paraphrase. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what the page, this the page. What well, you know most because because and I was trying to show people it's not for entertainment. You know, because most people get on the internet, it's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then you got to backtrack. Oh, I wasn't saying it like that. I was I, just no, kidding. No, no. You know that was a euphemism. No, no. I want to say exactly what I mean, what I say, and whether you find it funny. My person not going to have to come out of it somewhere somehow, but I'm going to tell the truth. And I'm gonna stand on the truth. And I'm gonna show the world who I am. If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna get on, get in front of this camera, y'all gonna see who I am. I'm, I'm gonna tell, and I stand on the truth with everything. If I messed up, I would say, listen, I messed up. That's why when people come to me and say, oh, you should have did a contract. I don't. I can't go back and forth with you. You right. <laughs> I should. It's a lot of stuff I should have did better. Nailed I it. Take, <laughs> I could take criticism. I could take. Oh, if you, I, I mean, I had lawyers come inside my DM and writing me long, which, and I will take that. Thank you so much for sending that to me because I did a lot of that stuff in that I did not know. I did mm-hmm. need, and they was doing it as a read, like, oh, you dumb. But I might have been dumb in that situation. Now I'm educated. Absolutely. I'm educated now. Now I know. Okay, cool. And so, now I won't and, be dumb in that situation no more. I can go and be dumb someplace else because we're exactly. all Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not perfect. And I tell people, like, it, it does not bother me. The internet doesn't bother me. People thinking what they think about me does not bother me. I'm not weak. So you saying, like, when they say little stuff, most people just want a reaction because they just want to be seen. So They want the reaction so they can create the clip. So so I made it my business to, I responded to everybody that said positive. I said nothing to nothing negative. Because most people, when they go on the internet, they defend themselves. I had nothing to defend myself. Because I said the truth. The truth mm-hmm. will have to defend itself. The truth is the truth. Whether mm-hmm. you want to believe me or not, like I, they did a whole little interview. Or I'll believe him because he did. Listen, I can't make you believe anything. I said the truth. I'm not going back and forth with you. It said, go look at the interview again three or four times. Because <laughs> it's not going to change. You know what I'm saying? And, and I tell him it wasn't for entertainment purpose. It was literally for me to save my business and save my name. And so I could continue with my. What, what what I built, I built a brand on truth, honesty, good, great customer service. And well, so I had to stand on that. Mm-hmm. And my clients looking like, I thought you said that. Da, da, da. So I have to, with my small group that I had, and I wasn't trying to go on Bravo and do all that. No, I want to do like, that's why I ain't doing that. People understand. And I really think that's why I do Candy Coated Nights because she wanted to break the story. I broke my own story. 
So mm-hmm. now it was like he already put it out. What was the point? That's how I'm taking it. She didn't say that. I'm mm-hmm. saying that, but I, mm-hmm. I know that's what it was because what's the point of having an interview when you already said everything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. I wasn't on. That's what. That's why I'm sure the manager was like, "Well, if you already put the interview," because they were like, "Did you put the interview out? Well, don't put it out. No, I'm putting it out because I need to control what I say. Because you gonna give me on that, and you caddy, and you want to be messy. I'm gonna say something off strip that's gonna give her legs. No, mm-hmm. let me put this out first, and then we could build off what you see. And that's going to cut out all the riffraff. That's going to cut out everybody. Now, you can make you a funny video. Like yours. I feel like yours. But we watch your video. I done watched it. So many times I was dying laughing. I was like, oh, my God. That's why I was like, I got to do this interview. Because it was it was funny, but it was truthful. And it was just, like, cleverly done. Thank you. And you was like, when he came out with it, what's good? I was done. <laughs> Mama watched your video. Oh, I was like, oh my God. And that one made us follow y'all. Made look. I'm like, she was really good. Oh, I like your commentary. You. I like how you talk. I like how you did interviews. You get straight to the point, quick, straight, sweet. Like, yeah, you're going to be really big. That's why I'm like, I'm going to do this interview because they're going to blow up in a couple years. You're like, when you look, when you big, I was like, oh no. I, I knew. <laughs> she was in the, she was in her, you know, at her house and we just sat out and talked. Nigga, what? Like, oh. I received no. that. Thank you so much. No, nah, but you're going to be really big. I could see it like a couple of years, like you, because you're really good. Like when the world see you, yeah, it's like a, you be smooth with it. It be funny with it. But then you don't down nobody. And then you be honest. You tell people what you like. You say, you know, what you don't like. But then you you still give people their prompts. You know what I'm saying? My thing is like you—you you can't take nothing away from nobody. If somebody ate in the moment, they ate. What you gonna do? Everybody right. can't eat twenty-four hours of the day. You know what I'm right. saying? Sometimes uh-huh. that shit gonna flop. Me personally, uh-huh. you feel what I'm saying? Every uh-huh. one of these recaps can't be a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? No, Some of right. these is gonna be like, girl. But it's consistency. Right. You just consistency. You build your platform and people watching. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I and that's what me too. I didn't know my reading. That's like I said. I did my reach. My friend had a pop. He had. Uh, a little studio with the podcast. I'm finna come do it on your show. Film it, send it to me, and let's do what we need to do. I paid them for that. You know what I'm saying? But oh, I was wow. like, I wanted, because I didn't want to do it like this. I wanted to be professional. I want people to see, because I feel like you was on national TV. You looked good. So let me get the, let me go to the best that let I can do. Let me go look good too. <laughs> yeah, let me do the best I can do on my level. You know what I'm saying? You said, hold on, we putting on our suits? Let me go. Right. Let me I go said, get, let me go get Well, I said, let me do mine. In a nice setting and stuff too, so I paid for all that. Like I'm not gonna lie, I paid for that. I paid to do my interview. That that made me believe it a little bit more now. Now who gonna go yeah. over there and pay? I mean, let me. People exactly. will do a lot for clout, so let me not say that. Somebody might. True. But I felt as though just being a viewer of the show. Again, I've been watching Atlanta since day one. Mm-hmm. I I said okay, I'm gonna take all the information Sheree give me. I'm gonna take all the information Tyree give me, and we just mm-hmm. gonna match it up. Well, like said, okay, cool. Well, this said, I believe every word this man said. <laughs> I felt I love every you. word. You, I'm, when I tell you, it got to a point where I was trying to not believe you because I'm like I can't believe every this, this this man can't come on here and tell every single truth. And then every time you spoke, and then you was okay. I'm gonna say this and then get a pack. I'm like. And then I even had that. I was telling her, I said, "Now you read it too, because I don't want people to think I'm making it up." So you read what name that say? You read it, and you say it, and just so people could like, I would just my whole thing is like, how can you make the internet believe you? The internet is a hard, vicious place. Okay, you can't come out. They will tell you, oh, they ain't gonna come. They they not gonna play with you. True, and, 
and you already got, and like she already said, she good clickbait. Like she put it out, she clickbait, she did, she did. Oh, people trying to get clout off. I don't want no clout off you. Nobody, and I was telling people, like, you don't have to repost it like that. Clickbait pre sale shirt pissed <laughs> off. Oh. Wait, oh, did she sell a shirt? I don't know. I went to the website. I, oh. When I saw it was pre sale, I said, now you using my money to go make your shirts, girl. I'm finna yeah. go to bed. I'm finna go yeah. to bed. Um, so she do, but I think if I'm mistaken, that's what she did with uh, her her launch too. It was all pre sales. Yeah, she did. I'm like I understand drop shipping from Alibaba. Miss me. Um, right. <laughs> tell, tell the people where they can find you, how they can support you. Give give them your rundown. Listen, my okay. So everything is born being now. Um, Instagram and TikTok is all born being now. All one word. Um, you could DM me. My phone number is in the bio. I'm not. That, that person could text me and be like, hey, I saw your da 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 da. Just, I'm very easy to talk to. I'm very cool. Just be respectful and I respect you. But you could DM me or I check my DMs every day and I also check my text messages every single day. So I get a lot of them. So let me just give me a little minute. I'm going to get back to you. Okay. But just DM me. Say, you got any like, even if you just have questions, you want to have like a conversation because you want to about your business. Like I said, I do free consultations. So that's cool. No questions is dumb. Like, but don't waste my time. If you know you're not ready on it, do it. Then, you know, if it's just like a hope and a dream, don't call me. I got a lot of stuff to do. But if you really think about doing it for real, then, you know, you can call me. I, I could guide you. I tell you. Um, you're going to get limited in your free consultations. And don't try to like, oh, well, send me Absolutely. the vendor list. Also, no. everything, is, everything is charged. I have bills just like you. And well, my on. whole thing, I feel like when you, when you build a brand up, I built this up over 17 years. And, and my knowledge is, is very, very... Very valuable, and I, I've seen people become millionaires off my knowledge. Um, and a lot of y'all gonna ask me why you don't want to be well if you know you can be a millionaire tomorrow, or whatever, because it's not about the money. I do it for I do clothes for fast, I mean, for, for the love. I have other businesses that I make my money off of. This mm-hmm. is something that I I like to do personally. This is one of your streams, right? And so, but this is like the main one because I really love this one, but all the rest of them, about <laughs> they gonna make me a million dollars. This not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna. I don't want this to be the million dollar company. The other one's gonna be the million dollar companies. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Because I get some people get done quite well. You can make everybody a million dollar. Why you know me? Again, this is not the million dollar company. I, I I'm not broke either. <laughs> Let's Hello. <say> that. Hello. <laughs> the, but, the, bill, the bills is paid. Don't right, worry. But I got other people I got be too other, too busy well, in other, other people's pockets. I got other businesses that I take my time on that I'm building that's going to make me millions. And this right here, I don't want a manufacturing company. I don't want to do that. I'm doing what I want to do. You come to me to do what you want to do. I want to do custom. You want to do manufacturing. We are not the same. Everybody's different. And let's respect each other. Keep it like that. Cool. But people be calling me like, well, if you can make me a million, why not? Because I don't want to do what you're doing. I don't want to do that. I'm I'm going to do do this. You do you, and then and then we all gonna be there. I exactly. feel like that was a word. So, uh, strippers, that that was it. Listen, honestly, it is free ninety nine to be a good person. Yeah, so, man. go out in the world and do that shit. And if you feel like you can't do that shit, then just keep it to yourself because not needed. <laughs> uh, until next week, go go be nice to somebody. All right.